0: Hey everybody, Uh, this morning as we continue to read through the book of Isaiah, I want to talk to you from Isaiah chapter 17, uh, verses 7 and 8. First off, just thinking about this context, if you're reading through uh, these prophecies from Isaiah, uh, then what you're seeing is Isaiah pronouncing judgment, not just on Israel for uh, their sin that they've been living in, but also on the nations, on Babylon, on Moab, uh, on Assyria, on all these different nations around them. And we're we're reminded that God is not just God over Israel. God is God over all the nations. He sits high and lifted up on his throne over all nations on the earth. Talked a little bit about that Wednesday night and in my devotion yesterday. Uh, And I I want us to understand what God is doing here, because this is something that, as we read it, um, it, it's really hard to put this together with what's going on in the New Testament. Uh, Because in the New Testament, we see God offering messiah to all nations Uh, he's inviting all nations into a relationship with him and they don't have to become jewish in order to have a relationship with him they just have to place faith in messiah they have to place faith in jesus and give their life in allegiance to jesus and that's how they're folded into this people so how do we go from god prophesying all of these prophecies of destruction for all of these nations and then in the new testament blessing all of the nations? Uh, and, of course, there's a lot going on here, but uh, what strikes me as I read through this is what God is talking about when he's talking about laying waste uh, to all of these nations is there is judgment for sin in these nations. Uh, but when we look at it on the grand scale of redemptive history, what God is talking about doing is breaking the influence that these nations have when he when he pictures these different nations, he is talking about the people in those nations, but he's also talking about. These nations as systems, systems of thought, systems of religion, systems of spiritual practice. So when he talks about Babylon, um, he's not just talking about the people in Babylon, he's talking about the worship that goes on in Babylon. He's talking about the mindset and the worldview that the people in Babylon have. So when he talks about crushing Babylon, it's not just about crushing the people in Babylon on a higher level. It's about crushing the spiritual forces that are operating through the system that is Babylon. And he's crushing the the false religion that was there in Babylon. And so uh, what he's really talking about doing here is destroying every force that stands against him so that then he could bring all nations to himself. And he says this, let me just, uh, uh, Isaiah 17, verses 7 and 8 say this. It says, on that day, and he's talking about the day of judgment, on that day, people will look to their maker and will turn their eyes to the Holy One of Israel. They will not look to the altars they made with their hands or to the asherahs and shrines they made with their fingers. So people in Babylon, when Babylon is crushed, again, the spiritual forces behind them are crushed. The system of religion is crushed and destroyed then they will turn their eyes to the their maker, to the Holy One of Israel, to the, to the living God. I'm reminded of Acts chapter 17, when Paul is preaching in Athens, uh, and he says, uh, times of ignorance in the past, those times God has overlooked, but now God is commanding all people everywhere to repent and to give their lives to the living God. How could they do this? Because on the cross, Jesus, we, we pictured a lot of times Jesus on the cross, he took our sins onto himself and he absolutely did. But it also says in like the book of Colossians that when Jesus died and rose again, he didn't just defeat our sin. He also defeated the spiritual forces that were over us. By dying on the cross, he took all of the darkness of the world upon himself. And when he died, they died too. So now the spiritual forces that were holding the nations in bondage, that were holding the nations uh, making them blind to the truth those spiritual forces have been destroyed satan has been taken down and now the nations are being gathered to god through the messiah jesus christ what's exciting about this for us is we're living in this time and we 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 don't have to become jewish in order to come to god uh, or the spiritual forces that held us in darkness and in death and in sin have been taken away from us, and now we can believe in Jesus. And now our neighbors, the nations around the world, we are living in the time when the nations are being unbound. They've been unbound by the gospel of Jesus. And now we declare to them, this king has come. The one that Isaiah is talking about all through this book, the son of David has come. He's established a kingdom over every nation, and we preach that Jesus. We need to go to our neighbors with this message, we need to go to the nations. With this message, Babylon has fallen. Moab has fallen. Assyria has fallen. The spiritual forces that stood against God have lost through the death and resurrection and ascension of Jesus. Jesus is now seated high and lifted up, and he's ruling over every nation, and he's calling every nation to come to him. And God is saying, On that day, people will look to me. They will not look to their gods anymore. Man, the the harvest is ripe, the harvest is white. And now God is sending out his workers to gather in these people from the nations that he has broken the spiritual bonds of. Let's pray. Let's pray that God would, would motivate us, would, that we would be thankful for what he's done in us and that we would be motivated to go and tell about Jesus and to live a life in relationship with this king together that shows the world that this king is king. Let's just pray all of this stuff. Uh, Father, what an incredible picture in, in Isaiah, your sovereignty over the nations. Uh, Lord, that you, uh, uh, when you bring judgment on them, uh, Lord, you do it absolutely. And the way that you've done it, Father, to break the spiritual bonds that held them in bondage, that held them in blindness, that held them in death, uh, Lord, you set us free so that we can come into a relationship with you. And now through your son, Jesus, you are blessing all nations. So Lord, I pray that you help us to join in with you. God, give us the desire to join in with you, to tell our neighbors about this King who's reigning over all nations. Lord, that, that our neighbors and that the nations would turn from their sin and give their lives to you. Uh, God, I pray that you would help us to remember as we face everything that we face, uh, Lord, as, as our sin and Satan and demonic forces uh, try to trip us up and lead us astray, that you are king and that we have nothing to fear. And Lord, we can, we can boldly obey you and boldly rest in you, knowing that you're working out your plan. So God, we just worship you today and we ask that you help us to walk in this, uh, Lord, and help us to preach the same way that Isaiah did with boldness, with clarity. And Lord, we pray that you would bring in a harvest through that. We ask this in Jesus' name, amen.